2: Head on over to Patreon at LorehammerListenerLore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy! welcome back to Lorehammer, hammer listen to lore the 40k podcast where you get to write the script i'm your host mark and joining me we got matt oh how you doing man? doing great i'm i love these episodes he's like uh home i don't even know what i call them anymore but we're just going to be talking about crew today and that's going to be fun
3: oh yeah some of my uh some of my favorite episodes is just trying to muddle your way through random ideas that just have no formation at all and they become less cohesive as the episode goes on that's what i enjoy so yeah and then now at the end i'll just say
2: okay fuck it ask chatbot he'll come up with the better story
3: yeah i i like how you finally find like a new co-host for this (laughs) is it's it's good i mean he's only one time (laughs) yeah truly the machines are our overlords tell
2: great knock knock jokes
3: yeah that's it it's just it's when you type into like chatbot is like idea for an episode and it's like kill all humans and you're like Hmm. hmm.
2: expand that thought please (laughs) yeah exactly
3: and it gives you like not on board but gives you incredibly compelling arguments that's truly how the uh (laughs) the age of humans comes to an end it's just chatbot just brainwashing us yeah i'm excited for it well yeah, so we're going to talk about
2: crude. So let's give a little, like a little bit of a history here on crude. Crude have been around since like the beginning, almost man. Like when Tao came out, they came out, and that was like third edition. They even had some like Zeno's pictures of them, like from
3: back in like was it second edition or the Rogue Trader book? So they're they're old. Yeah, they've always been on um, a fairly unique. That's the thing when you think of Tao so auxiliaries, it's like crew is the obvious first thing that comes to your mind just because yeah. crazy bird, men. Like, <laughs> crazy bird man Ooh. these bird guys <laughs> awesome.
2: yeah and what makes the crew super unique is when they eat things they can absorb genetic traits as we know and then like they can if they eat a lot of orcs they can become bigger and stronger and uh you know they'll be able to do some stuff like that
3: yeah yeah is um is always uh, they've got a nice versatility of they, could, they are the embodiment of you are what you eat. Because, <laughs> like, always so good to see. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, there's only a couple of, like, hard rules that it comes to them, which is don't you on Chaos, don't you want Tyrannus, don't you on Tau? Um, and that's all. But, yeah, yeah. apart from that, and I mean, if you wanted to make a, a kind of kill team where they do do one of those things <laughs> and they've gone on the run, you could potentially argue your way around that. But, oh yeah, yeah. They're very uh
2: they're very versatile yeah uh yeah so like i was saying yeah they've been out for a long time what what kind of sparked this episode idea actually happened like a year ago maybe gw came out with the uh, the crew kill team but with that they came out with some awesome artwork of like Cruit potential and i feel like this was the first official artwork i've seen of a krute fully doing something else with its body so in this artwork yeah. we have like four krute there's like an amphibious Crute with like webbed fingers and toes and you know instead of uh they have like a fin almost you
3: know like a fin spot. yeah, slide. I'm yeah i think it came from the um the lever xenologous book which was uh one of their limited edition books and yeah it, i thought the same thing that was one of the pictures that kind of i've got the book that's one of the ones that stands out the most to me because it does show the uh versatility you got some lizard looking guys crew with wings um you know like kind of dragon wings or bat wings or something yeah and then of course in your head you're like look at these guys eat what's the story exactly so, the
2: one that kind of really I liked was definitely, like, the lizard crute, where basically mm-hmm. a crute, but instead of having, you know, the soft skin or whatever, the leathery skin, uh, chicken skin, I suppose, they have the scales and stuff, and they look like these armored lizard crutes, but they still have, you know, the quills coming out and all that cool stuff.
3: Yeah, it's almost like um, a kind of, like, if you think of a bearded dragon mixed with a crute, it's almost yeah. that kind of, like, Um Obviously, they keep the stereotypical kind of beak, the jaw beak looking thing. But yeah, yeah. apart from that, you could basically argue that they are completely different. If you saw them, you probably wouldn't relate them to crew unless you saw that kind of specific bit. So they are super versatile.
2: Yeah. So then, you know, that's what I want. I want some of those. So naturally, Google Ad pulls up the perfect Sicarious Warrior Age of Sigmar box set for me. So yep. It's like, get, you know, I'll follow Google. It knows best. It's never
3: steered me wrong before. I mean, that check my me search history.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, those Sakaris warriors from Age of Sigmar, they would be the perfect base warrior. the The couple things that I'd like to do with them is, yeah, you can toss on a crude head, or you could take like toothpicks and just put it on the lizard warrior heads. So there's a couple different options depending on the, the exact scale of it when I get a hold of it. Yeah. uh the other thing that you can do with them though um is since their hands, every one of them has wrist guards on them like little uh bracelets or whatever, it's super then easy to cut those wrists off and replace them with crude weapons crude exactly,
3: yeah mm-hmm. I mean the crude kill team box, which I have. Right here. Oh, God damn, page. I want that box, man. It has, has some, um, yeah, obviously some really good kind of weapon options. You know, you've got your kind of crude bow hunter and yeah. heavy gunners with weird looking kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, a lot of versatility. But to be fair, the crew weapons are fairly, you know, they're fairly standard, I suppose. You could probably get away with doing a lot of different, different things, even TIE fair. weaponry. You could probably yeah. add on
2: that is the nice thing about it you could come up with yeah maybe they've worked closely closely with this other alien that gives them their tech or whatever you know yeah exactly Uh, that i kind of like the the crew like the way i kind of seen these guys evolving was i'm like okay so how do you get the crew to evolve like this well you crash land them on a planet that is primarily filled with reptiles so all they have to eat is reptiles
3: yeah Yeah. like a very uh kind of forethought thing i would imagine like because this is the thing i mean the job of the crew shaper in lore which is kind of almost like uh their patriarch kind of their patriarch of their clans he is in charge of kind of picking these evolutionary paths yeah. to be the most useful and yeah. trying to if obviously trying to stay away from evolutionary dead ends in the most part but sometimes these dead ends can be incredibly useful for the crew so the crew Hounds, the crew talks are all evolutionary dead ends but what you don't want to do is become a crew (laughs)
2: yeah and this was kind of the next thought of this it's like okay so you got your crew warriors but like yeah so they crash land on this planet there would be tons of evolutionary dead ends but there would also then be their fruit hound equivalents or their narlock equivalents you know exactly yeah. and when you look through like the the aos i forget the what are they
3: called the seraphon they, they're called seraphon lizard yeah. men i mean for anyone who's in the old school kind of warhammer circle would of them is lizard men but yeah these are you know you're kind of yeah it's you're it's
2: a bunch of dinosaurs riding dinosaurs so you exactly yeah all these different levels of crude dinosaurs from this planet where you could then create your own like fruit evolution evolutionary trees of, well, these guys have been eating this and then it dead ended into here, but it's useful. These ones dead ended this way and they're not useful. So we actually hunt and kill these ones. And like, yeah,
3: exactly. It's kind of the, is that is working out the, um the balance I think is always the thing when you're writing crude, lore is kind of, well, where do we find this balance? And, they're. I feel like they're one of these armies where you can get into the merry sue uh, kind of thing very easily. You're like, well, these only eat the best things ever.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. These guys eat things that are invisible,
3: so now they're invisible. And you're like, oh, okay. These guys are on. They're on the paleo diet, and they're basically the equivalent of the liver king. That's why they're all jacked. <laughs> That's why they're it's jacked. Like, yeah, yeah, they're just super jacked. It's all natty, bro.
2: Yeah. So. What would be the upsides and downsides of having fruit like this? Obviously, like the main upside of it would be you're you're basically wearing natural armor. So you got these tougher fruit. Um, yeah. like you could lean into like maybe they're cold-blooded, and so then they're kind of slow and lazy, and they only can hunt at certain times of the year and stuff. Like, yeah.
3: Do you have any kind of ideas? I think uh, that's it. Uh, that's the first thing that my mind kind of went to, is this mm. kind of cold-blooded ideas. And obviously, a lot of like lizards, reptiles are kind of the apex credit- predators of their kind of uh, thing. But, you know, it is whenever we're doing kind of uh, our own lore, it's always nice to be able to draw on things. So kind of you've got like crocodile dudes and uh, <laughs> like you know, something like a Gila monster or whatever they call them, you know, those or Komodo yeah. dragons or whatever it is where they've got like venomous goddamn teeth and they bite you and yeah. they cause like gangrene and crap like that. So, you know, there's a load of like kind of different nasty things that you could get out of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the thing. And obviously the way that they hunt and the way that they kind of, uh, they do things would obviously be affected by what they're eating and what they're hunting you know yeah 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 no that's
2: cool okay so that's something i'm going to think more about um yeah i definitely i definitely like the idea of like yeah you map out evolutionary trees but the the next thought of it is like okay so you have basically now this whole crew world that is basically like a lizard version of peck essentially Yeah. yeah um
1: My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
2: Are they still just allies to the Tao? Like, what what's their now motivation beyond? Is you know that's always the question.
3: Yeah, I think one of the things that's you know one of the easiest ways to look at a crew's motivation is just well, we we want to find new things to eat. Eat, you know, is 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 that very kind of simplistic mind frame of well, if we eat the right thing you know, we'll, uh, we'll be able to do different things. So, I mean, if you were writing, say a piece of lore, I would kind of maybe put it behind the eyes of the croup Shaper who's, uh, who's kind of going out or, you know, this kind of idea of, well, we've bargained with the Tao and they're gonna give us a hundred years on this planet because obviously Kroot, um, they evolve incredibly quickly. Yeah. So we've we've barred with them. They're going to give us hundred years. They're going to leave us here, and then they're going to come and pick us up and see what we got. And you know, okay. you could have this. You could be describing the kind of if you were to write a story, almost write like a history book of this group. Like uh, the old shaper came here, but now you've got a new shaper who say if you wanted to use the um, the Seraphon kind of the same kind of guys as that. Maybe he's like now a slam priest or something you know the big the <laughs> yeah, big fat yeah. like toad looking guy who's like <laughs> yeah. sat in the throat use that as your shaper model now just yeah just yeah. Uh, really get into some wacky and zany stuff you know yeah what one nice thing about
2: this ar- army i'm going to canada in a couple of days and i'm buying uh that fruit kill team and i'm buying some Saurus warriors but one nice thing about this is i'm not really trying to play tabletop or give oh a- exactly uh, yeah. i would like to have one crew kill team that is like you know it's basically a perfect stand-in except they're the lizard stand-in for the crew but beyond that like i just want to get kind of crazy
3: with it yeah for sure i i, I mean that's the thing i think is really interesting the models that have come from the uh seraphon <laughs> box set because there is there is so much you can do there so say you were just, just sticking to the kind of um kind of far kin band um box which is the kill team box from so you've got three four seven you got about you know eleven regular crew guys and then you've got two crew hounds as well so you've kind of you know you've got the option of like oh what do I want to use with my crew hounds well maybe I'll use these new little running dinosaurs that
0: we've got <laughs>
3: The
2: crew towns were the hardest one to kind of get the direct comparison. And I was almost thinking like you use the skink models and maybe you put two or three on one base and it's kind of yeah. more like, yeah, you do it that way where it's almost like a subspecies of the crew there or like a, a subclass, I suppose, you know, where they're still intelligent, yeah. They're not a full evolutionary dead end, but they're still like kind of crazy and unstable and vicious
3: so my mind as soon as you are kind of telling me the picture obviously i built the army in my head as soon as i saw it because (laughs) that's that's what an addict does yeah um they went straight to the kind of like they've got these weird chicken looking dinosaurs um, yeah and i was just like ah these guys these are my boys right here (laughs) um but yeah, I, I think there's so much versatility. Obviously, yeah. the range has been expanded. It's got a load of new models. All of the old models have kind of been taken away. Um, so yeah, yeah. A, there's a load of versatility that you could kind of use around this. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's that. I'm glad I
2: got this out into the ether. Um, you yeah. know, if you just stay up till four in the morning, just like, googling 40k images thinking about it writing down stuff you wake up in the morning your room's like a disastrous mess
3: like yeah yeah i've put a parental lock onto our games workshop for my internet because it just leads to nothing but <laughs> yeah. nothing but problems for me after
2: 10 so, o'clock you can't access that page no
3: yeah exactly no just never never, <laughs> never. Allowed. i've i've gone to the point where i go into games workshop stores and cause trouble so i'll be automatically banned so i don't have to uh spend loads of money
2: yeah 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 nice well that's one way to deal with the addiction we all have our ways i moved to an island so i couldn't spend as much we all have our yeah. ways
3: yeah no yeah that's it it comes down to a thought on how to manage things uh, <laughs> but yeah i i think there's a there's obviously so many good ideas behind this how do you kind of um how do you envision these guys if you were going to write lore for these guys what would you do? Would you kind of give them a breakdown, a more technical kind of breakdown? Or do you have a story that you would go for? What would be your kind of what do you envision?
2: Yeah, like the the unique thing that I want to represent when showing this lore is the evolutionary tree. So I want to actually draw out a tree and show how these evolutionary branches happened. And you make up a couple. And I think that would be very cool. But I think it's going to be kind of your standard Lexicanum article. I'll write one paragraph about the world, one paragraph about how the fruit got onto the world. Then I'll go into this huge evolutionary breakdown thing. And then just one paragraph about, you know, them leaving
3: the world or going out or whatever that is, you know? Yeah, for sure. Being picked yeah. up in like the the rest of the crew kind of see them and yeah uh, that's the thing i suppose when you get into like crew, obviously that a big issue is that the crew don't have a lot written about them i remember the only story that i've really read that was heavily kind of invested into crew was um the last chancers second book yeah i think it was last chancers kill team um where they kind of like they have to talk about these crew and they kind of, uh, find out about them and stuff. It'd be interesting to see how, how these different kind of, um, tribes or kind of kin kin bands kind of interact with each other it's just like oh those guys are scaly and weird or oh those guys are awesome like I, I want to be like them but I can't eat them kind of thing <laughs> yeah I remember
2: that scene in that book where yeah they're they're making fun of the crew they're like he smells and he's gross and then the crew's like intentionally like oozing off extra funk to fuck with them and stuff and like oh yeah
3: exactly yeah like, and they're just yeah. like
2: they're we're going to eat together just... and
3: it's just weird
2: yeah he's picking out fingers from his pocket while they're waiting and just eating like fingers or whatever like
3: yeah yeah,
2: they're they're kind of just straight up kind of crazy bird people that are just
3: they're just uh, deliberately out to not make friends which is like the most awesome thing like the most useful thing you are to a crew is a meal yeah uh, yeah like recruits
2: invited you out for dinner it's not a good sign yeah
3: especially if you're like oh i'm so special like build a snowflake army and watch <laughs> the crew like oh this guy's pretty awesome i'm going to eat him i'm going to eat him yeah well
2: very cool um if if, if you were put on the spot and you had one cool crew evolutionary jump you would like to see that's not related to this do you have anything
3: um i like the idea of the fish guys um, um, you know, I do I do like that kind of idea. I if if I wasn't gonna do something like that, like making kind of you know no-legged crew that are just water based, um sure. I would go full I'd just go full chicken. I would make them I would just buy literal chicken models uh from like a child's farm set. Yeah, yeah put put guns on them, that kind of we thing. Have achieved the ultimate form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like chickens are monsters. I don't care what anyone says, uh, they're vicious and assholes. And if they are around in 40k, they don't deserve to be. Um they're the Imperium's <laughs> greatest threat. So, yeah. Yeah, I think something like that, like uh maybe you go for crew underwater crew, I think is a great idea, but all of them are pretty good. Co- like yeah. the I, you can kind of tell where they come from the the orc looking ones in there the yeah. big buff dudes like right? yeah i know. uh
2: just finished watching the other night avatar 2 way of water god damn is it awful and long but man the crew are so much like the navi like so when they go to this like water place it's like those navi they have a little more web they have a thicker tail like it's yeah it was very interesting yeah that that was the only saving grace in that movie. I just kept on thinking of different uh Navy and crew
3: variations, but yeah, that's why I, it's I think they're criminally underused. I was glad to see the Kill Team box come out because we yeah. finally got some some updated crew models, but it's, yeah. yeah, realistically, I think they need they need a hell of a lot more. Uh, you look at the old flesh hounds and the old crude hounds sorry the new ones and it's night and day um, (laughs) yeah very cool models a lot of conversion potential to them a lot of lore potential to them. pretty pretty easy to uh to get around and do things yeah
2: there's not a whole bunch of like where it's like if you're making a space marine chapter now you got to figure out who made it why they made it it's like even when we're talking about motivation you're like they just want to
3: eat you. i'm like well yeah, yeah exactly no, that checks
2: out that checks like, out
3: why do something like it's, it's so relatable it's like why do this <laughs> well i'm hungry so. yeah what why do i go to work every day well i want to eat so uh, done <laughs> it makes it it works well for me um <laughs> Cool. Yeah, like uh, that's the thing yeah i would focus on the history of them right in a couple of dead ends like oh we find this crew and all he does is change colors and eat flies well that's <laughs> stupid so let's leave him alone
2: <laughs> so good i love it cool well if you guys listening have a crew variant that you uh have been thinking about let me know i'd be curious to see what you guys come up with um, if not, uh, you can email your lore to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to sh- support the show on Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore. Matty Bore, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. See you guys all in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at lorehammerlistenerlore. See you next episode.
1: Say goodbye